Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional grade industrial supplies. Count on real time product availability and fast delivery. Call clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. Believe in Badger football podcast on the Believe Podcast Network presented by betonline.ag. Once again, I'm Matt Perkins joined as always by Badger legend, the Hebrew hammer himself, Matt Bernstein on a very strange Monday morning fullback with a lot of mixed emotions today, Bernie. Uh, I don't, yeah, listen, I'm as shocked, I think, as probably everyone uh, in Badger Nation I don't think anyone saw this coming. Um, maybe some people did, but I mean, we didn't. No, uh, we, it's, we it's definitely a, did. I mean, we talked about with BC last week that like they had made a run at Fickle, but it seemed like it was just going to be, for all intents and purposes, Jimmy's job. So we're going to get into that. We're going to talk about the unfortunate battle for the axe as well here. But before we do, I want to remind you guys that we are presented by betonline.ag. They remain your number one place to wager on all of your favorite sports and events from NFL to World Cup soccer, NHL, NBA, college football, you name it. They've got it over at betonline.ag. So head on over to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today and receive a 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit with our promo code BELIEVE. That's B-L-E-A-V. Head on over to the website betonline.ag. Bet online where the game starts. Burn, we're going to start quickly with a little mm. Monday morning fullback action mm. here. Quickly, we have to talk about the Minnesota game because that. Dude, hold on. Dude, how wild is y- it? Was yesterday? Sunday? I, I mean, I can't even get over it. I'm just shocked. All right, you want to talk about Minnesota? I want to talk about Minnesota for like game. two minutes. Two minutes. Okay. Okay. Two minutes. Let's do it. It was ugly as hell. It was ugly. ugly as hell. And the secondary getting torched by a redshirt freshman quarterback who came in completing 47% of his passes for one touchdown and four interceptions coming into the game was embarrassing. And that was one of the more disheartening losses um, it was, it was, that I've it seen. It's not like the guys weren't playing hard. The special teams were actually half decent for once. The, the, the special teams didn't make any mistakes. Let's just leave it at that. But I just anemic offense, anemic offense again. But we've and been talking I, about this all year. I know it, the offense has been terrible, and you know I think a lot of people are like, well, this is Jimmy's fault. No, the offense is not Jimmy. The offense is zero percent Coach Dude. Leonard's fault. It he was dealt a hand of he didn't pick the OC. 
He didn't, you know, he has no say in the players on the offense. uh, He did not recruit a quarterback to compete. He didn't recruit the O-line. Listen, you know, like the best thing that they probably did on offense was sit Braylon Allen because he was so dinged up. Mm -hmm. And you know what? I guarantee he wanted to play. And I bet you Jimmy was there like, listen, dude, we we have a bowl game and you're important to us. I, I find it. Listen, he he could have listen the, the defense. We just lost our two best guys last year. We lost Sanborn, who just honestly looked amazing against the Jets. Nobody probably watched that game. He looked amazing He's all over the field. He can't be stopped. And and Leo Chanel, you lose your two best inside backs. Minnesota runs the ball. Everyone's been running the ball on us. If Keanu Benton doesn't make a play, so I will say they bowed up in the second half against the run. But the fact that they got picked apart by the pass—that's I mean. Safety play was terrible. But in this, that, the, safety yes. play was terrible. In yes, that, but they haven't been great. No, they We're haven't not, been great. You can't say our secondary was always the question, yeah. right? It was the beginning when we came on at the beginning of the year saying, what's our biggest question? It was always the secondary and the O-line yeah. and Graham Mertz, which now we have answers to. If you really want to like, I hate to do this, but like we needed somebody else to compete against Graham. We didn't go out and get that guy. That's not Jimmy. That's Coach Chris. He put all his eggs in that basket. Mm-hmm. And it got him fired. And it got him fired because he he effectively chose Graham over Cone two years ago. Right. There's a lot of potential, mm-hmm. like what what yeah. happened. Well, what, I mean, what everyone everyone online is going back to the Anthony Lottie dropped punt in the Rose Bowl. And I mean, like, you're right. If they go on to win that Rose Bowl, this is a completely different narrative, I'm sure. So I still think it happens at some point, but I think it doesn't happen the way you know, as as un-Wisconsin. Yes. And so, so I, the game is disappointing. The, the game line is still disappointing. Well, yeah, let's move on Chaz to talking good. about the bigger things. I, Chaz, I thought Isaac Grenda was great. I thought Isaac Grenda was fantastic. Yeah, he was great, too. Yep. Um, I think he proved that he is, is someone who actually deserves Listen, to be in every downtown. We downtown. have to talk about this, though. Graham Mertz came out of the game. I didn't see what happened. Was it an ankle injury? I couldn't injury? tell. So, I, it, it was lower body. We've watched dudes, and I'm not saying he should go in injured, but there's 20 seconds left. And literally, we're going to put Chase Wolfen, who actually I thought threw some good balls. Chase is, I mean, he, had, he had one, he had, there was one of them that definitely should have been picked. But well, so the dude's sitting in the. In, he's in cold. The, you know, he's like, he hasn't like thrown a pass all year. It's been and forever. You're throw him in at the end of the game to win? It's bananas to me. So I don't know what happened, obviously. No, I no, I know what happened. It. They got to the five-yard line, and they got 20 yards of offensive line no, no, penalties. No, no, no. That I understand. That I get. My, what I'm saying is, which is which everyone is blaming Jimmy on. What can Jimmy do in six weeks to change that? He's not the off. He's the head coach. I get it. Everything falls to him. True. But the offense coordinator, and, and this is it. Listen, you, when, when we would jump off sides – there's huge penalty punishment outside. Then it becomes a culture of do not make a mistake. Jimmy can't. What did he do in six weeks? He can't he can't put a culture onto the team. That's what I think is the most unfair. Is you gave Jimmy six weeks and you didn't tell him like he has to win these games. We mm-hmm. set him up and then you just pulled the rug out. And I think you stabbed him in his back and a lot of other Badgers because you you basically told him he was the guy. And he listen. The, these guys played hard. They played hard for him, and they changed a lot about the way they went about business. And I think with Jimmy, we would have beat Illinois. So sadly, you know, listen, I I, I have to preface where we're going with this because I like the hire of Fickle. If Jimmy wasn't there, 
Like if Jimmy wasn't in the same category, I think Fickle's a great, great hire for us. I think he's proven he's done. He went to Cincinnati and did it there. You know, he knows the Big Ten. But we had Jimmy. We didn't need to do this. Like I, I that's what I believe. So if I take Jimmy out of the equation, I think it's a great hire. The problem is it's hard to do that because Jimmy's in the equation and you gave him six games to prove his worth with a team that Coach Chris put together. Listen, we could talk about the defense being terrible in in that game, but overall they were a good, solid defense. I mean, he lost guys. We Our DBs couldn't stop a nosebleed. <laughs> Allie hates that I use a like dead bod jokes. Um, but like – that's you know the defense was still very competitive. The offense pretty much wasn't though. The offense didn't do anything. And no, but I'm saying that, overall that's the not on Jimmy. But that, at the end of the day, that's not on right. He, and you didn't give him an opportunity to bring in guys and change the culture yeah. and do anything he wanted to do. In six weeks, you can't do that. It's impossible. You're in the season. You're trying to get ready for the next week. It's not who's going to coach next year and can people going to jump off sides. This wasn't uh, who was it? Beach went in, wasn't he at the left tackle and he yes. jumped off sides twice? Yeah, and he would pl- he only played a couple plays in the game. Like, who's we can't we don't got guys. The rotation we talked about with Calhoun, the rotation hurts because you don't have guys who are set in this position to play yeah. and be ready to play. And so, like, you're gonna say it's all Jimmy's fault, and Jimmy would say it's all on him because he's the head coach and he knows the, the right things to do. So it's just like obviously you can see I'm very frustrated because. I think you set up a dude who has been your loyalist person to take this job and to give him an opportunity to prove that he can do it. And you didn't give him one year. You give him six weeks. And no bowl game practice. Like, you didn't give him anything. You can't get a new quarterback. You can't start. Who are you going to start? Everyone's like, oh, Miles Burkett. No, I don't think you can. You can't just put him in. You're going to kill him. We Look, look at the Jets. You, you put somebody in who's not ready to play yet, guess what happens? Their their whole finance is destroyed, and it takes years to get back. If you even Look at Geno Smith. It took him 10 years to play well in Seattle, and the Jets killed him. That's not what we want to do to our kids. No, absolutely not. And I think he understands that. And, and, our, and, and so, like, I see a lot. I've read a lot on Twitter because it's very interesting. And listen, people are pretty much split down the middle. Uh-huh. Some people are very happy about it. And some people are not happy about it. Do you think Jimmy could take Graham Mertz out? What's he going to do? He's shooting him. Then he's like hamstringing himself big time to to not have a guy who at least has played the game. You're going to put in Chase Wolf or Miles Burkett. I think those are mistakes. I think those are absolute mistakes. And to me, this entire process, my my frustration is not with the result, but is with the process. Because there felt like there was no transparency. And I know that the administration can't go out and be like, we have interviewed Jim Leonard and Matt Rule and Luke Fickled for the bubble. You know, they, they can't do that. But it felt like because of all the no news, like nothing being stated, that it was going to be Jim's job. At the end of the day, how many reporters did we talk to? So and I many. was talking to him during on Sunday morning, saying they're all saying Jimmy's next. He's he's going to get the job today. Yeah, like and then were, it was such a quick like turnaround. Signing the like they were hammering out the details of the contract Saturday night, and right. 
And supposedly it wasn't based off of winning or losing against Minnesota. I find that to be a hard to believe. I find that to be hard to believe too. I also happen to believe that if they beat Iowa, he's got the job. He's got the job. If they beat Minnesota, I think they have the job. And that is a lack of leadership. Right at the top. But to me, because, that's crazy. Yeah, that's yes, crazy. You're using is. dudes that that half the team is probably more than half was not recruited by Jimmy, and he wasn't the head coach when you, you guys got these dudes. I don't know. To me, all that's I let's and I hear you. It's just it's very bizarre. It's very bizarre. Uh, the, the frustration is with the process, and I feel incredibly bad for the Nick Herbigs, Keanu Bentons of the world who have given sort of their heart and soul to the team and have been very vocal about their support and love for Jim Leonard. Now, obviously, you know, Chris McIntosh has paid the big bucks to make these decisions. I don't love the way he went about it, but there's nothing that I can do, obviously, to change the situation. It's not the move that I would have made, but it is a big swing. And part of me is going to play armchair psychologist and say, this is Chris McIntosh saying, I'm the sheriff in town. I'm the big boy. And Jim Leonard is the hire that everyone expected me to make and sort of everyone's pushing to make. But no, this is my organization. And, you know. But he's, okay, listen, I really like Mac, but he's done, he did two huge things in the span of seven weeks. Yep. That, uh, you know, they feel unbadger decisions. They feel unbadger like. Well, and maybe it's more he's like maybe he was, you know, brought in to be the the axe that people thinks needed. I don't know. I it does seem very businesslike and not very Wisconsin way. I would say that I read online that people are like, oh, Jimmy's the safe bet. But Jimmy was not a safe bet. He was the guy that they've been grooming to be there. Mm-hmm. And Jimmy has a plan. Like he had, he has a whole vision, vision and path that we just didn't let him do. Listen, I am not arguing that fickle isn't a good hire. I'm just arguing that we had Jimmy Leonard. And we didn't give him an opportunity and Jimmy unites everybody, everybody, he unites Wisconsin. He unites the alumni. You split alumni. I've been in the, people are like, Hey, it's great. And people are like, this is terrible. Um, so you're, you know, you're all over the board. Listen, for the program, if Jimmy's not there, I love this hire. You know, I'm ecstatic. Like, let's just say, Matt P, if you take Jimmy Leonard completely out of this, out of the situation, I'm like, this is great. We're waking up Monday. We're like, who cares about the acts? We're never going to lose it again. We got fickle. It's awesome. He's proven he's done it. We're excited. He's going to recruit Ohio. He is, he is a leader, but now I'm excited. However, we, we let's get to the real reality of it. We have Jimmy Leonard. I'm more than excited for the last six weeks, seven weeks of the potential that he takes over and does what he wants, implements what he wants. Dude, this guy's a proven winner. The day he was born, it was he didn't win yesterday, but he's been a proven individual that has had success in every level, and he's coached success on this level. And he's a, he's not a safe bet. He's the one that we could have taken and would have done a crazy amount of new things. We just took someone now that is going to come in and, and literally can do whatever they want because they have no allegiance to people and no allegiance to this university. I don't think that's a bad thing. I think for people's jobs, 
it's a bad thing. I think for our kids right now, it might be a bad thing. I'm nervous because this is a whole new age of, of college football where, you know, you don't know her big. First of all, people are talking a lot of trash. These dudes are like 19 to 20 years old. I know, right? Like, I would say just relax on Twitter and, and all these places. Um, but you know what? You got these guys who came here to play for Jimmy Leonard or they have been playing for Jimmy or I don't know. They came for whoever they came for and or whatever reasons they came for. And you're going to say that Jimmy's going to leave. Now, who knows? Who knows what's going to happen? My, I would be so happy if he stayed as D coordinator. I mean, I don't that know. Would take, I don't that, know. that would take a level of humility that I don't have. Like, oh, for I sure, I would be, I would be F U F everybody. Like, I'm flipping the double no, birds but, and saying, you I know, know. But Jimmy's not like that. No, he's not. I'm saying I am. So I know, that, me too. I'd be like, because well, I'm know, way more emotional is, than, than. Well, we were. Than we've been talking be. about it. I I don't know how it's been handled from the way that it's perceived online. Correct me if I'm wrong. Sunday morning, Jimmy was the head coach. Yep. Like he was about to be. Yep. Every reporter, I was DMing, texting. It. He's in. That's those. These guys are not like, you know, schlubs that don't know what's happening. These guys are seven a.m. texting me saying. This is happening today. That's nuts. Then then it didn't happen. So all I can say is I don't know the way it went about happening or changing. But if Jimmy feels slighted, if it wasn't um, open and, I don't know, like a two-way street of communication, if it wasn't transparent, you know, I could see somebody. It doesn't have to be. Jimmy's a great dude. He's better than you and me. But if you're not transparent and you're not giving me a good reason and I'm you're not we're not having a, a, a conversation, but you're just saying, I like this person and I'm taking him. Then I could see how Jimmy or an individual can be upset about it. And if that's the and, and if that's what's happening, I don't know. But if that's you know, we're speculating here. But if that's what happened. Why would Jimmy come back? I mean, I would love for him to come back. Listen, this dude Fickle did it. He did it. He took a step back. He did was, it. He and did that, it. I mean, and, and that's the, you know, that's the template. But hold on, but hold on. Um, it's the template. That's so right. the elephant in the room with Fickle is Ohio State, especially because Ohio State people are getting upset. They think Ryan Day is not the guy the dude's gone 11 and 12 and 1 last year, 11 and 1 this year, and they don't think that's good enough. Whatever it is, what it is, Fickle has more ties to Ohio State than any of us can count. And if I am a player in the locker room, if I'm Chris McIntosh, if I'm a reporter at the com- news conference today that's going down at four central ish, my first question is, will you leave for the Ohio State job? Yes or no? Like right now, that's the first thing you have. I I, I feel like that's something to answer to, that question. I feel like you have to pa- press him on it, though. You have to, at the beginning. You, you know have what the answer is? Do I know what the answer is? No. I think I think the answer is he would leave, which is a scary proposition for Chris McIntosh. He's one hundred percent leaving, and then Chris McIntosh is on the hot seat because he. No, he's I hitched his train. He, wanna, he has hitched his train. To he's, he has put he's coach Kristen Gremmertz. He's done it. If this guy in two years or three years or even one year is like, listen, Ohio State's calling and I'm going. I I I don't see a way that he survives that. And I like McIntosh, but I don't see a way that you can survive 
whatever we are going to call what happened to Jimmy, I don't know. I, listen, dude, we're, I don't know how to like be kind about it, but if if you stabbed him in the back and then you alienated to right now, people are very upset about this. Yes, especially current players, former players, guys who played with Jimmy, people who understand Jim's loyalty to the program and what he's done and what he means. It is you know, the badger on badger crime here, effectively, right? Chris McIntosh is a badger, too. So we can't forget, you know, and yes, part of the criticism of the Wisconsin program from myself and many others included is that it is a little bit too incestuous. There is not enough outside blood to come in and bring new ideas. Hold on, Burn. I see what you're, I I know what you're about to say. Uh, That is, but part of the reason it's that way is because that has always been the quote unquote Wisconsin way. And part of what attracts people and recruits to the program traditionally has been this idea of the Wisconsin way that they do things a little bit differently in Madison. It's more than just winning and losing. It is the family atmosphere. Every single recruit who comes here says family, 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 family. And that's what it feels like to be part of the Badger family. You talk about the Badger brotherhood. This is a very un-Badger-like thing to do. It's a very un-Wisconsin family thing to do. And it, to me, portends something bigger about the athletic department and where they are going and what matters now. You, you're talking about new blood. Who who hired all these people? It wasn't Jimmy. No, it wasn't. Who hired him? Coach Chris. Yes. You, you were talking about an old regime. Yes, and then who actually allowed these people to get hired? It's not, you know, like Coach Chris doesn't just do what he wants. There's a pecking order. Who sits above him? Barry. So Chris Madden, for a long time it was uh, Barry. For a long and for a, a lot time. of the hires, it was Barry. For a lot for of the lot, hires, it was Barry. Not for all of them. Not for all of them, but for a not lot for, of them. I think that was a what is a schism. I'm using a lot of good words. I, I went to Wisconsin. It's crazy. I mean, but that kind you, of you would who wait, who would have guessed the two of us went to one of the elite public institutions of the it's country? A, it's amazing. Um, not if you talk to us in real life. No, no, no. If you saw me at the bar, I look like I I don't know. <laughs> I went to Michigan. <laughs> Just kidding. Um uh you got me sidetracked. You could, you could have been worse, of, you could have gone to Ohio State. I guess it could be. Listen, so here's the thing. I think Fickle leaves if he gets that, if he's offered that job. I don't see why. I don't see why he see like. So for me, that's his end game, right? Like there's no for Fickle. He's that's he's happy about that. For Jimmy, this was his end game. Like he was and you didn't give him an opportunity to mold the program the way he wanted to. Jimmy, to me, is not a safe bet. I think offensively, almost everyone's gone. And he played with some of those. He played with Al Johnson. You know, I don't know who's safe. I think there are people on the defensive side who aren't safe. You know, Jimmy can work with people, but when you're the head coach and you don't need to work with that person anymore, you can you can cut ties. And I think Jimmy was not given the ability, the the he wasn't given an offseason. He wasn't given a couple of weeks to even sit down and think about it. He had a bye week, and we know he was calling people who we thought would be great in different positions. Yep. And we know he was reaching out, and we know the plan yep. that was kind of taking shape. Taking was it? It was taking shape slowly. What can you do in season? Literally nothing. Well, You're and on top of that, how, you only have twenty four hours in a day, and you got to sleep at least five, right? <laughs> and you know he wasn't. You and know you know he wasn't. wasn't. He's probably sleeping three, but so much of that's dedicated to, to planning game plans and getting the team right. ready that you can't. 
you know, expecting him to have this big grand vision. Now, obviously, Luke Fickle has to do the same thing when he presents his vision for the program, but it's totally, but he has an offseason. Yeah, it's he uh, has an offseason to to change a lot. In the offseason, you're not coaching, you're not watching film, you're not preparing for each Saturday. Mm-hmm. You literally are letting the strength and conditioning coaches work the guys. You're coming up with a vision of the program. And you're implementing that, you know, like you have time to sit in your office and think about things. And we just didn't let Jimmy do that. Now, on the fickle side, he's done this before. So he'll have um, he'll have a plan. He'll have some type of curriculum. He'll have something in his head that says, here's what I got to do. I got to really take a look at X, Y and Z. This offense is terrible. There's no special teams coach. You know, Jimmy's the only proven dude and Bobby Abram, some of the other guys who I actually think, you know, are would be great to keep around. However, it doesn't mean they want to stay and it doesn't mean that he's going to do it. And also, it doesn't mean that he's going to listen to couch potato like me. Ross Kalaji should stay. Yes. Like, I think that dude has done a great job with the D-line. What what says that he wants to? I, I don't know. I don't know these things. Yeah. Um, and I don't know what Finkel could be like, listen, you guys have been trending down and it's hit rock bottom. I mean, I don't think we're at rock bottom. No, but, not on the um, defensive side of the ball, but we also, we already know that Fickle's bringing his own strength and conditioning staff. He's already said, he, he's already said that. Has he? Yep. Uh, he is bringing his two, the two people who lead his re- recruiting department, which is huge. Um, well, that, that to me is, that to me is, is normal. So like, let's take that with a grain of salt. You know, Mickey Turner, who was there, I think was thrust into this position that he might not have been, you know, suited for, but also might not want it. I mean, yeah. he was a great tight ends coach. If you look back, we've had great tight ends. He was forever. a much better tight ends coach than Herring was. I this, totally this, agree. Imagine yeah. what he could have done with these guys who are athletic and, and good, you know, catchers. Like Cundiff and Rucci. Uh, I, I, I think Cundiff and Rucci are both like very good players. And but imagine being coached by Mickey. Exactly. That, well, that's a, what I'm saying. Year. That's what I'm Different. saying. They, they would have been even better. Right. They, they would have been. So like you see an offense, I'd be willing to bet that yeah. is going to pass to them more and score more because they are. I just don't want fish. these dudes to be just fired and left on the street. I know. And, and but listen, this is the business of college sports. Yes, and that's sort of where we have to finish demanding, off today, right? Everyone because, on Twitter is demanding that we win today. Yes, and no one has the the vision to say you have to give people a year or two. Right? Mm-hmm. There you have to. So no one's people saw Jimmy and go, he lost three games. Mm-hmm. We lost the axe. That was oh, I almost I almost let it go. Sorry, Carrie. That was given at the beginning. You know, like if we started talking after Illinois, yep. do you think we would have said we're going to win the axe? I mean, I would have said it, but am I truly believing that? I don't think so. With Jimmy, I thought we had a chance, and we did. We actually had a chance. Yes, we were, and then we screwed it up because we just don't have the dudes, mm-hmm. and and we just don't have the guys in the right places, and they don't believe in themselves as much as they they will. But we're not giving Jimmy the shot, and literally, it hurts. It hurts my feelings. It hurts my love. I mean, I listen. I'm a, a huge Badger fan. I'm not not going to be. But if I'm fickle, I'm calling up Jimmy Leonard within two seconds and saying, "Jimmy, I'm sorry the way that this turned out. I'm so excited to be here, and I need you. I don't. What can it? What What do I need to do to get you to stay here? Do you need more money?" Do you want more uh, anything X, Y, and Z? You tell me what you need, and I will see if I can make that work. I mean, in a dream world, in a dream Badger scenario, he is defensive coordinator and associate head coach, right? Like you know, and but I mean, 
I, I think we all want to see what Jimmy could do leading the program, leading the program. Well, and- listen, I 100% agree. You, you know what, though? If, if you like if you take a step back, which it's impossible to do, really, like I can do it because I'm not there. You're you can learn from this guy. And you're going to if you don't want to be a Wisconsin Badger, like you don't want to be the head coach as like Jimmy, if he's like, listen, I'll do another year or two under you. His stock will rise. He's going to learn from Fickle on how how to come into a place and change to X, Y, and Z. And if he doesn't agree with it, that's even better. He can take stuff and say, I don't want to do this. Yeah. He can take the good and leave the bad. But I, you know, it's it's interesting because you have a lot of ex-players in a lot of these positions, you know, Mickey Turner as the head of recruitment. He's obviously not going to be that anymore. No. So the question is, he kept at all on staff? Yeah. Is Ross kept? You know, like some guys that I think should be kept, I don't know if anyone is around next year. I think it's all speculation at this point. So I, I'm, I'm not yeah. going to do that. You know, it sounds like he's bringing Mike. It sounds though like you know there's a good chance he brings Mike Tressel, who is his defensive coordinator from Cincinnati. And if that's the case, then I don't really know. You know, sort of where Listen, you go. From you know there. what, Mac. Matt gave him the keys to the program and he can literally do what he wants and implement things. And at this point, you know, like what we've said before, Mac is tied to this guy now and, and whatever he wants to do, you can't really say no to things. No. Um, you know, uh, yeah. You know, it's just, listen, I, I don't think it's a bad hire, right? Like I actually think he's going to be great for the program. But I agree. I think that you had a guy who was going to be great. And and even if Jimmy didn't do well after, let's say, two or three years, which I don't believe could happen, there could be other coaches out there. Like, we didn't need to jump at, you know, it's not like he's a Lou Holtz. Like, come on. But I also don't know, you know, like, uh, selfishly, what does this do when I show up at the stadium? I don't know any of these dudes, right? Like, what does it do when Anthony Davis or Brian Calhoun or any of these do Lee Evans, Jeff Mack, like – you show up like I guess you know we'll have to make friends with everyone and, and try to figure out like who's who. I'm okay with that. Like I didn't know all the coaches, yeah. but I knew a lot of them. Yeah. Um, and you know, you know there and, will and, still be guys right. like it's not like David Gilreath is going to lose his job, right? You know, because that's he, he's still in the he's athletic sure. department in the administration. He, he's right? gone actually. Is he he's really? Gone. He uh, his wife got a job in California and he moved. Oh, good for him. Well, in him, that uh, case, uh, I didn't know that. So congratulations to yeah. the Gilreath family. And yeah, he's pumped. He's pumped. Well, he's pumped. Good for them. Um, but you know what I mean. Positions yes, like that, yes. where there are the, former Badgers, those yes. positions Listen, I'm, won't change. They're already having a. Uh, they're already having a get to know the coach on Monday. Yeah, you know I think that's great. One, that's great. Who can come at three o'clock on a on a Monday, like today? And it happened. I got the email yesterday. I can't show up. I'm in New York. Um, but I think they'll have other things. I think it'll be fun to 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 you know if we're coming from like a, an alumni perspective to interact, you know, like I'm not going to turn my back on, on the, the team and no. the program, No, but I am a little disappointed with the way that things were handled. If I'm sitting in the meeting room, literally this is the third coach to come in. in. Eight weeks. You know, I could be excited. I could be not excited. Whatever your emotions are, it's probably all of them. And you're a 20 year old kid being now you, your life is uncertain. You know, my life was uncertain when coach Alvarez was thinking about Miami but I wasn't sitting in the meeting room. Like I would have been fresh there. Like, so it didn't, it, it held it. There was something about it over me. You know, like I felt a little stress about it, but like literally 
I didn't stress that much. These kids got a lot to think about, and it's a lot to go over, and you thought Jimmy was the guy, and everything you're hearing is that's what's happening, and he was going to implement a lot of new. I don't think Fickle's not going to do anything. I think he's going to come and, and try to get our guys the best prepared they can be. It just sucks that we literally couldn't give Jimmy a chance when I think he deserved it. And if you think he doesn't deserve it because he's the mold, the Wisconsin mold, I think you're – that's crazy talk to me. You gave We gave him no chance. And if you think he could fire people and hire people in six weeks as an interim head coach, there's no chance of that happening. No, absolutely not. You wouldn't the even one get question that they Yes. Go for it. Who coaches the bowl game? My guess, if I'm if I'm making a wild guess and speculation, it's Bobby April. Interesting. Okay. Well, I was going to say maybe Al Johnson because he's had a head coaching experience. But oh, that's true. I didn't I didn't think about that. Yeah. I mean that that would. I think sense. it doesn't matter at this point. I don't think it matters. I would love for it to be Jim. I mean, I would love for him to go out. You and, know what? Here, here's what I think. I think it's going to be Barry. You know what? So you bring up an interesting. An interesting. I read somewhere on Twitter, and people find all this stuff out. If this is true, Jimmy didn't take a. He didn't get a raise to be the head coach, right? I don't know about that. So I, I, don't I, haven't, I, I, I haven't read anything about that. I, I know so that this he is, did, when he became is, interim, he didn't move offices. He stayed in the assistant coach office. I don't know if he got a pay increase or not. I don't know how that works. So I don't know. I don't know. But what I read is he didn't. And what I did read was every time Barry came back and coached, he got a bonus. So if that's true, that's so interesting. Well, people, I don't know if that's true. That that says a lot about Jimmy if that's true, yeah. right? Like you're not fighting. It's not about money. Mm-hmm. It's about the program and how much he loved it. I'm interested. Listen, I, I, I could see that we don't go to a bowl game. Like I could see a lot of potential speculatory you know, maybe the guys are like we just don't want to do it. I would say please go to the bowl game. Yes, well, like it's I would fun. just it's, for the practices alone. Yeah, I mean, a lot of these guys might not be there. I would say go enjoy it. Try it was a win the game. You know, let 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 everyone know that this is for Jimmy and whoever's coaching the interim to the interim. I mean, I don't even know what that means. You know. That's their speech will be like, listen, no one knows what this room looks like tomorrow. All we have is right now. Come together. Enjoy it. And let's do this for Jimmy. Do it for yeah. Coach Chris. Do it for yourself. Do it for us. Do it for everyone in here because this is all we got. Yep. Um, I don't know, man. It's uh, it's like maddening. And it's I'm, I'm interested to see what happens at the press conference. I don't think there'll be anything. You know, no one. What, what can you do? You can't. And push back on a lot of these things. He's not going to answer your questions, and he'll never pick on you to ask a question again. Um, and then I think Fickle's going to say all the right things. Yeah, of course he is. Of course he's polished. He's very polished. Of course he's going to say the right yeah, thing. Listen, I'm not talking smack about him. No, this is a job. Not opening. for one second. Like no one. Yeah. I've it is. I have not come across a single person who has a criticism of Fickle as a coach. Right. I'm not. Listen. I'm not like a piece of me is for this. A piece, and in a piece, because if you had told me reality. in August the Badgers would go six and six, Paul Chris would be fired, and Luke Fickle would become the head coach, if I'd be like, Jimmy that, makes almost guaranteed that makes the sense. That makes sense. And that, and see, that's what it is. If if we if we did the Wisconsin way and played it out, yes, and 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 we're like, Coach Chris, you know, this season was a disaster, and we're not gonna. 
bring you back. Mm-hmm. And we hired Fickle and but didn't give Jimmy this opportunity. Yeah, didn't give him, him seven weeks. Like, if he had if if Coach Chris had been fired after week ten or week eleven, right? And Jimmy has like two weeks. Then it's like, well, yeah, he didn't get a shot, but like, you know, it, it's two weeks. We knew we we're going to do a, a national search, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Instead, you strung him and the team along, and that is right. the problem. And I, and I it's think, the process, I, not the result. It's the, right. it's, the problem is the right. process. The problem is not the result. And I love I the way John McNamara put is, it. Wisconsin fumbled the process into the end zone and scored a touchdown. To, listen, and I to, that I agree with, right? I I think that I think that there was no way that expectations were laid out there to say, if you go three and three, you don't get this job. Mm -hmm. You know, if you do X, Y, and Z, you get it. There's no way that, 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 and and we weren't behind closed doors. I watched that video you sent me where, you know, who knows what happened between coach Chris and Mac. And he seems, McIntosh seems to be able to like, you know, cut ties quick and do some, make some moves. Listen, I'm not against it. Like mm-hmm. I'm not again. Listen, it's time to. I want to win. I want to win a national championship. I want to win. That's what we're here games. for. I want to do this. But I, but I do think Jimmy could have done it. Yeah. So do I. But I'm, but I'm excited. Listen, I'm not talking smack about this guy. I'm talking the process to me and what we were, what Wisconsin promised Jimmy, and to not have. I think the only one who would have gotten the job is this guy, is Fickle. If if anyone else was like, hey, I want it, I think Jimmy's the guy. I think I think Mac was like, "This is the dude, and if he wants it, we're taking him." Yeah, I'm curious to see. Listen, you've already seen people decommit. You know, it. These guys not coming in. He's not having an easy road, dude. Now, you got to compete with Ohio State and Michigan, yes. and now Minnesota and all these teams that have been that beat us and are trending up. You have to go against them in recruiting. Right. And and we just got a guy going and you have to go against Notre Dame, which is annoying to me every day. And you know that Notre Dame called that dude and was like, Jimmy's not the head coach. You should come. Here. Well, he had already and he had he already gone on, on a visit while after he was committed like that, that everyone sort of kind of knew that was coming. It, but that happens happened. all the time. It happens. All, and that's the thing. Wisconsin is now going to flip a bunch of kids probably from Cincinnati and other schools. And they're going to be more. We'll decommit, a lot of and guys gonna, it's going to be the yeah. Wild West. Between now and the early signing period, and it'll be it'll be interesting for sure. Um, well, I, I can tell sure. you one thing: Clint Cosgrove and I will have all of the recruiting coverage, all of the recruiting coverage. I cannot wait to hear what happens because you guys are going to get way more in depth in in all these thoughts. Our show this um, week is going to be absolutely bananas listen the fickle brings a lot of dudes he's gonna bring a lot of guys and the and the and people are gonna decommit there are multiple guys who wisconsin was after hard that committed to whisk that committed to cincinnati to play for fickle including uh amari snowden who was like one of the top corners on their board who's i think one of the best corners in the country so i mean he can be i think he's going to be great people say they remind him he reminds people of sauce gardner you know another guy who played for fickle at cincinnati so, you know, we will see there. I think we need to wrap it up because our typical 15 minutes has gone uh, significantly like longer today, Burn. But, you know, we, just, we have so much to talk about. It's such a crazy time. We'll be back later this week. We've got Travis Beckham. We've got uh, potentially Jeff Petrikas uh, as well to sort of give us the behind the scenes and the play-by-play of how everything went down uh, behind closed doors. So we'll be back later this week. We've got... Uh, David Mormon next week. We've got Taylor Amon next week. We, we've got all the coverage coming at you guys for the next couple of weeks. So make sure you stay tuned here. 
stay tuned to me and Clint over at Badger Blitz. And I mean, this is literally the wild, wild west. Yeah, it, I, I don't I from everything we're saying, because the transfer portals now uh, that you're eligible to do all the, it's nuts. It is going to be interesting. I think I sadly, I think a lot of guys will leave. Yes, I think a lot of guys will come. I think people are decommit. I think people are going to decommit from other places and come. I have no idea what's going to happen with the bowl game. I have no idea what's going to happen with practice. Who's the head coach? I, I I hope Jimmy comes out with a statement that gives us some light to some. He, he's not. He will not throw shade on people. I'm pretty sure. But I would like to hear what happens. Yes. You know, and I I'm, I, I think that'll come out, and I think we're going to learn a lot about um, some people, and maybe some people. Well, and I, don't I, I'm want sure we will find out. That there will be things that you know you find out what happens that can't be shared with the public, and that's fine. And you know, you know, because we're not here to share Jim's business. You know, that's his to share with right. the public in a lot of ways, but I just, I'm not sharing. I'm not airing people's. No, no, you know, no, no, no. But I'm just, I want to know. I just want to know. Obviously I want to know. I want, I, yes. Let's just end here. Uh, it's going to be a hard Monday. It's going to be a tough Monday, but you know what, uh, burn, I'm here for you. I'm here to support you during the, during this tough time. Listen, I think I still think the program's in good hands now. I just, it's just, it's just the way that they went about. And, and you had a guy in Jimmy who I adore dearly. And I think he wanted it. He's a badger at heart. He was not going to just do the norm. Yeah. And I think that's the hardest, you know, cookie to swallow. It's like eating an oatmeal raisin. Who hey, the hey, hell hey, likes at, oatmeal? At, at, no, there will be you, no. You would. There will Don't be no oatmeal raisin slander on this show, sir. No, I love oatmeal raisin, raisin cookies. I love oatmeal oh, raisin cookies. God, okay. You know, like when do, you do you know a, what can get out of here? Are sugar like, cookies. This, sugar cookies can get out of here. Sugar cookies are trash. Those sugar, sugar get out. Are just nothing. You are not welcome uh, here. Maybe with a little bit of frosting. When you take a cookie and you're like, this is going to be so delicious, this chocolate, I need this right now. Like, And you take a bite and it's an oatmeal raisin, you're like, you know what? This day sucks. You just never had a good me. oatmeal raisin then, my friend. I make a, I make a I mean do. oatmeal raisin. Okay. Well, it's a hard pill to swallow is what I'm basically getting at. Um, <laughs> so, but listen, I'm excited. You know, I think we just need to get past the bowl game. We yeah. need to get to 2023. I'm I'm and- also really excited to hear, um, I think Travis is going to meet uh, Coach today um, in, mm. in, in the meet and greet. So I'm excited to see, for him to come on and talk with us about, you know, just what's that like, what his first impressions are like with that. Listen, I think from everything I've seen and, and watch it on TV. Like this is a great guy. He's a great coach. I'm, that's listen. I'm I'm happy. It's exciting. I think January one a lot. I think a lot's going to happen until January one. Yep. And then I think we just got to get past that. Let the dust settle. People are going to be raw. I'm raw right now. Yep. I think a lot of people will be raw. Let all that emotion kind of vent. Let everyone get it out. And then, like, let's just watch what this guy can do. Yeah. I just wanted it to be Jimmy, but I'm happy for this guy. Yeah. I'm happy for Fickle. So. I want it to be Jimmy. I'm, I'm, you know, like it to me. To me, we 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 did. We we fumbled the ball into the end zone and scored a touchdown. Yeah. So, but I want all right, to, that's where I we're gonna to wrap here today. Uh, until next time, guys. As always, thanks for tuning in to the Bleed on Cincinnati. No, oh, sorry, on Wisconsin. My bad. Presented by betonline.ag. He's Bernie. I'm Perko. We'll be back later this week. We love you guys. On Wisconsin. On Wisconsin. On Wisconsin.
Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.